Does your vision for business match what you see happening on a daily basis? Welcome to Jim White's Circle of Success, where Jim White brings it all together. For over 30 years, Jim White has worked with organizations and individuals worldwide to help develop and implement excellence. You'll get the inside story on how to create innovative leaders from one corner of your company to the other. Get everyone on your team contributing to the bottom line. Keep building revenue even when the economy and your customers have flatlined. And more. Jim White's Circle of Success Radio covers it all, from communication to contract negotiation, from personal fulfillment to revving up cash flow. It's not about theories. It's about showing you what works and how to make it work for you. And now, here's your host, Jim White. Thank you, David, and welcome to the show, and Happy New Year. This is our first show of the year, 2012, January the 9th. I am so excited about 2012, even with all of our challenges, uh, which I see as opportunities, I am so excited. I am so thankful for uh, all of our listeners uh, and all of our supporters in uh, 2011 for the radio show, and then when we started our TV show in November 2011, thank you for the support, and we have some great guests uh, coming to you both on our radio show and on our television show uh, each and every week, and on Monday on our uh, TV show, uh, so you circle success show with Dr. Jim White uh, on KYMB TV, Comcast Channel 19, and streaming live at JLWCOS.TV. We have a great guest. It's uh, Naval Captain uh, Wayne Porter. Wayne is the co-author of the National Strategic Narrative. Uh, just a wonderful uh, piece. Uh, it's just. Uh, receiving all types of accolades. So we're going to have Wayne on the show for the entire hour on Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific, and you do not want to miss this show, ladies and gentlemen. Now, for the first show of the year, I said, man, what is it we're going to do? How can we jump out and uh, just kickstart 2012? Well, at the end of every year, uh, our consulting company, JL White International, we take and consolidate uh, all of our feedback and our work that we do with our clients and our research, and we put together uh, what we call the 10 things that the employees want or are looking for in a job, and uh, we publish that, and uh, we're going to be looking at that report for the first time today. I didn't think there was a better way to kickstart the 2012 season uh, other than uh, saying, okay, uh, we got some hiccups in the economy, not only in the United States, but around the world. We got some opportunities. So let's take a look and see what we need to do to tweak and how we continue to add value not only for ourselves, our family, our shareholders, and our employers. So, we're going to take a look at the 10 things uh, for the entire hour today, and you can participate by calling 619-768-7290, and we'll be right back after this message. 
Are you looking for a clarity of purpose? Are you a recent college graduate, unemployed, an entrepreneur, or considering a career change, a business owner or employee struggling with performance issues? Classes are forming now for the worldwide phenomenon, What's My Purpose Life Mastery Course 2.0. What's My Purpose Life Mastery Course 2.0 can help you define your goals and vision. Start living your life on purpose. Living on purpose is about joy. Living on purpose is about intention. Living on purpose is about personal transformation and continued growth. What's My Purpose Life Mastery Course 2.0 is a 12-week challenging course that helps you address finances, relationships, spiritual growth, physical and mental health. You will reclaim your personal power and get your life on track to attain true success. Classes are forming now for What's My Purpose Life Mastery Course 2.0. Learn more and register at whatsmypurpose.com. That's whatsmypurpose.com. Thank you, David. We're back. Uh... We have our first class of the year kicking off on January the 16th, uh, 2012 at 5 p.m. Pacific. So if you're interested in that, uh, go to whatsmypurpose.com, as David had suggested. So we'd love to have you in the class. Now, I also forgot to mention uh, that we are streaming live today uh, via jlwcos.tv. Once again, that's jlw. TV. So you can go there, click on the tab, watch, watch the show live, and we're coming to you live from beautiful Carmel, California uh, on this Saturday morning. So, 10 things uh, employees want most, uh, and my comments, uh, and drill down if you will, on those things. So, as we evaluated just volumes and volumes and volumes of uh, feedback, uh, the first thing that we decided to say, based on the preponderance of the data, uh, employees want purpose. Isn't that interesting? They want purpose. Don't assume. Now, here's these major words, and here comes my my commentary around these things that the employees say they want. Don't assume that a hefty uh, paycheck on a regular basis or bonuses are the most important theme. Now, before you <laughs> get off and running, we'll get to the compensation side momentarily. To your employees, okay? They, like you, like you, want to know that what they're doing on a daily basis has some purpose behind it. And you've heard me talk about vision and mission and purpose over and over and over. So at the end of 2011 and coming into 2012, this is what the preponderance of data, and this is solid data. It's not skewed one way or the other. So, uh, they want purpose. Now, what people want most is to make a difference in their lives, their family lives, and the world. Yep, that's what they want. Now, when you have a chance uh, to have your ideas heard, okay, as an individual, one, and one of them actually gets implemented, man, what a boost that is. Right? We found it we find this over and over and over. Okay? 
So that's number one. Now, you know me by now. Uh, my turn. We're going to drill down, and we're going to drill down through each each one of them, and I want to make sure uh, that we go ahead and get all ten in, and we can come back, and we can uh, drill down and drill down and drill down more. But it's important that we uh, get all of these ten things in, okay? Now, so my drill down, and what I say, uh, and, and we're going to be publishing this uh, uh, next week uh, on our blog and other places, so if the employees want purpose, uh, the thing that you have an opportunity to do is to help build uh, that culture. All organizations are based on culture of employee appreciation. I have a standard lunch with a good friend of mine, Dr. Ted Lewis, and he's been on the radio show and actually has the number one uh, numbers right now. Also been on the uh, television show. Uh, he's the executive director of the Center for Homeland Defense and, uh, and Security at the Naval Postgraduate School, which is under the Homeland, uh, Homeland Defense Department. Uh, Ted is just a phenomenal thinker, and we have a stand-in lunch for every uh, first Friday of every month, and that was yesterday. So we were talking about uh, culture of his organization. And I am just absolutely in awe of the talent and how they've been able to bring that organization together. Why? Because they have a purpose and they are allowed to uh, the freedoms. And so I'm going to I'm going to be making reference to uh, the center. Uh, as we go through the program today, because I think what the center is doing is just absolutely spot on uh, of what our findings are in the ten things. Okay, so I want to—I I really want to thank Ted and Heather and Glenn and Dave, and I know I'm going to leave someone out. All at the center for all the great work, and we're looking forward to 2012. Like I said, we have some great stuff and 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 uh, store for you in 2012. And the center is a big part of that, as well as our other uh, 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 clients around the world. Now, the number two thing that uh, came out of this uh, uh, this work, employees want goals. Well, <laughs> for you that know me, you say, well, Jim, we haven't heard that before. Uh, because everybody's been in our circle of success, our 12 o'clock highs, or what's my purpose, or our coaching programs, you know that I am just absolutely adamant about goals. And, uh, and in fact, like not at all costs, but everything's got, you know, it's, it's, it's got a methodology behind it. So what we must do and the opportunity that we have as employers is to instill a sense of a, a purpose, uh, once again, in your employees. Be sure, be sure to lay out very clearly defined set of goals for each individual, each department that aligns, that aligns. Here's the critical thing that aligns to your organization's vision. Now, herein lies the double-edged sword a little bit. If you do not have a vision for your organization, so this stuff is no good to you. So that's step one, make sure it's solid. And then mission. Well, once again, uh, mission, uh, that's the reason you're in business. I'm going to use that term to do whatever you are to do. 
which allows you to drive strategies and set these goals that we're talking about. Okay? Now, and everything that aligns to your strategic plan and your organizational values, culture. Okay? Now, the goals must be measurable, no exception. And they must be realistic and attainable. They must be a stretch as well. You've heard all of this probably a million times, and you're probably saying, Jim, all right, we get it. Yeah, I know, but we got to really get it until we get it, and it becomes second nature, and it, be- and it develops a rhythm throughout your organization. Then we have it. So never, never, never stop reinforcing these things that are important now. So it is critical. So my drill down on this is to say, learn how to set real, real goals. Everybody must have goals. If you're on the payroll, everybody must have a set of goals that's in an alignment and all meshing together, pushing up to your vision, mission, and your organizational values, right? So. Number two point. Now, let's go to number three, and we'll get another break in. Now, this is interesting. Well, we looked at this and looked at it and looked at it. The number three things employees say that they want, based on our work in 2011, and I might add, we you know we've had our consulting company uh, for 20 years. And this is pretty consistent over the past 20 years. It just changes to just a little bit. So employees want responsibility. Yes, they do. They want responsibility. Now, sometimes that's the hardest part of of being a leader slash manager. And, you know, my belief, we are aspiring to develop leaders at every level of your organization, right? That's that's what we do, right? So, so that is the hardest part for the leader and the manager is delegating. I had the pleasure to do a 12 o'clock high for a wonderful company in Salt Lake City, uh, Utah, on uh, the 3rd of January, and it's uh, called Bullard. Long year, which is one of the world's top drilling companies in the world. And I was very impressed with them because here they are on the third day of January. They probably had over 350 people in different sessions. Uh, in, in our session, uh, uh, we were scheduled for 20 and ended up with uh, 34. And, uh, uh, you know, it's all great, but however, it's, it's, it's a planning issue. But where I wanted to go with this is that uh, uh, in that program, I, I really drilled down when I use this movie, Trouble Clock High. It's just phenomenal. There's a wonderful scene in there in a delegation scene. So and then we uh, drill down on the 12, uh, 12 steps of proper delegation. Then we take a look at the 21 barriers to delegation as well. So once again, this stuff must be learned. It must become second nature. So once again, Employees want responsibilities, and like I said, one of the difficult things is to delegate them. Now, but employees, they they do crave your trust. They crave your trust, 
And with that trust should come the responsibility and the authority with the responsibility. Now, we see that as a big hiccup as well, where we give responsibility but not necessarily authority in order to be able to implement everything. So this is what we talk about. We are talking about coming out in 2012, the ninth day. We're coming right out of the chute. We're giving you the tools, if you want to accept them, to be able to just keep running, hit the ground and keep running and keep going, developing your people, developing your people, right? So, you know, we also see, and the report to, uh, supported what we see in my beliefs, uh, that people are so busy and they're harried, they're running around, and, and this is when I say, I know you're busy, but it's you're busy to write stuff. And that's the challenge, right, is being able to uh, understand if you're busy at the right stuff. Now, as you're all running around, you're doing, you're busy, so sometimes you don't have an opportunity to lead or or to manage, if you will. I'm going to say lead, okay? So we got to find that time, okay, to do that. Because, you know, from a leader's standpoint, and this is for all of us, you know, I, this job description looks like this. You're a mentor, you're a coach, and you're a teacher. That's what your job is. That's all of us. And we should embrace that, that opportunity because we have an opportunity on a daily basis is to be able to help someone's life uh, be better tomorrow than it was today. That's the beauty part about uh, what you, the opportunity that you have, and this is exactly what we're doing uh, on a daily basis, not only with our, all of our coaching and all of our consulting and uh, speaking engagements and our radio and our television and other books that we're working on that we're coming out with. So, man, this is an exciting time. Now, also in this number three area, employees want responsibility. Uh, I want to suggest this. Ask people if there are more things that they can do. Ask them with my southern draw. And then you can catch your breath as a leader to manager and take it on. But at the same time, uh, that is a fine balance because what's been occurring since the wheels started coming off the economic wagon in 2008, the first thing that starts to happen is to cut head count, right? And then we start putting more and more on other people. So, you know, we've got to find that balance, uh, that ebb and flow and that balance as well. But if you develop that level of trust and you know it's exactly what I believe in to my core, that if you're not developing the trust with everybody, then you've got a problem. We're going to talk about that a little bit more as we drill down this more. So, once again, number three things that employees want is responsibility. And part of the drill down on that is learn how to delegate and develop trust, okay? So that's number three. So we've got to get another break in. Uh, you're listening to the Circle of Success Show with Dr. Jim White, and we'll be right back after this message. Bear with us. We'll be right back. We've got to pay the bills. Here we go. This segment is brought to you by 12 O'Clock High Leadership and Management Summit. 12 O'Clock High is one of the undisputed best movie classics of all time. It is also one of the best business learning tools available. 
the movie rated number one by top executives for its influence on their management style. Now, the inspiration of the 12 o'clock high Leadership and Management Summit, an innovative one-day event and 30-day follow-up where you will quickly see what's working and not working on the front lines of your company and in your own leadership style. Learn more at 12high.com. That's 12high.com. We're back. This is Jim White uh, coming to you live from beautiful Carmel, California on Saturday, January the 9th, 2012. And thank you so much, David. Number four thing, employees want autonomy. Now, I, you you, you got, got to bear with me on this one a little bit, okay? Now, take it from me, <laughs> if you will, given uh, your employees' freedom over how they were can actually make them more productive. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a slippery slope, I know, because it's going to challenge uh, a lot of our leaders. Now, unless you are managing an assembly line and in those type of things, give your employees the freedom. That's what you're asking for: the freedom to work in a way that works for them. Yeah, bear with me. Let people figure out the best pass, if you will, routes, journey to achieve their goals. That's that's the reason we have when we're teaching people how to set goals. Uh, there's a very specific process in doing that. Uh, and and when we start off, we say it's got to be on those vital things, right? And you can only set goals around four areas. Uh, something to produce an output for you got you know top line revenue and cost control and quality and productivity right you've heard that before now so one autonomy and and if you can and not all businesses can do this but don't use this as an excuse take a look and see if you've got some ways to be able to get more autonomy um, you know it's you know, like I said, let people figure out their paths and, and, and put their go support teams together. And uh, and rather than uh, breathing down their ne- neck on a daily basis. So, uh, but we've got to make sure that uh, everybody in the organization is doing the same thing. So uh, the opportunity you have uh, to learn to master this. So my next drill down would be, you know, it's, it's build. It's build this beautiful uh, high innovative, cutting edge organization. I don't care if you're starting a new business or if you are so mature. It's step back and it's say, man, we have an opportunity starting now to really be the innovator and talent management. I'm going to use that for lack of a better word. Okay, now. Number five things that came out of this survey is, boy, my time always just flies on this show. Number five thing. Employees, what you said, they want flexibility. In addition to deciding how they work, uh, we found uh, employees also appreciate uh, having a say over when they work. I know, take a deep breath. Uh, of course, 
this is different for every industry. That's the breath. Keep <laughs> keep breathing. Uh, setting up a what I call radically a flexible schedule for your employees may not work for every business or office. We get that. But when and where uh, you can, we find it helps retain top talent. Yes, it does. We found that. We know that to be the case. We've seen uh, people to, to, to take significant pay cuts uh, to work for companies that allow them to develop a strategy because of their old jobs uh, were so oppressive, if you will. So this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is again, a dicey slope, but it's real. You've got to take a look at it and see how you're doing, how you're measuring up against that, right? Now, so for the what's referred to as the Generation Y, uh, they are especially looking for a synergy between their personal and their professional lives. That's what we're doing and what's my purpose. And the five things that we're working with you around that is to, have, to help to develop that balance. And that's living on purpose to be able to, if you can to visualize the quadrants of your financial abundance and your uh, your relationships and your spiritual journey, whatever that is to you, and you're taking care of your physical health and your mental health. Uh, I did a show uh, on television on uh, 2nd of January of this year, and if you haven't had an opportunity to do it, go to the website, and it's on the video on demand now. And it's a very personal show for me. I uh, shared a lot of my story, uh, a lot of the things that inspired me, and that was from the my military days. Uh, so I would encourage you to you know to go go take a look at that. I, I think it may help. But it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about because I drilled down on the Ranger Creed, and that's called cultures. How I would bring that together. So this is what we're talking about here. Okay. Now, and that generation Y, like I said, that personal and that professional balance. Uh, we we all are looking for that, okay? Now, if you can, if you can, if you can, <laughs> take a look and see how you might be able to revise and to be able to um, um, put in a flex schedule. Uh, let's see. You know, we know that we have limitations sometimes for different industries. So I'm over-talking this one, I know. So, uh, but I conclude with that thought this way. If you do not trust your employees, you got a bigger problem. Huge. So, once again, if you got people that's on your payroll that you don't trust, get them off the payroll. And if you are trying to just pacify some of your senior managers, whatever that you know, you got to deal with it. You got to cut that out, and we've got to open our mind, and we got to help people to grow and develop. So once again, drill down in your organization and see if you can make this work for you. Okay. Now we got to get another break in, and we come back uh, from the break. Uh, we're going to take a look at uh, number six, and we label that uh, employees want attention. So once again, we'll be right back after this break. 
This segment is brought to you by Circle of Success, a dynamic, year-long, intensive management and leadership development process designed to help individuals and organizations reach their goals quickly. A customized process addressing specific needs and identifying the critical opportunities particular to the individual and organization with results measured in increased revenue, increased net profits, and increased equity. The Circle of Success, inspiring excellence in people at jlwhiteinternational.com slash circles. Thank you, David. We're back. We're going to take a look at number six thing and what we're talking about. If you're just joining the show, uh, we are talking about uh, ten things that the employees want uh, in a job from their employer, and based on um, uh, real-time data uh, from 2011 with all the work and all the surveys and research that we've done with our clients. Now, we left off part of break uh, saying that employees want flexibility. Now, six, employees want attention. This is a big deal. This is what we found. Just because you are giving your employees the control they crave, you know, for the ability to have flexibility and to be able to uh, autonomy, all of those things, but they still need attention. Uh, that doesn't mean that you control them, but they do they do crave, they really do. Uh the guidance and the feedback. Uh, you may recall uh me talking earlier in the program about how to uh set goals and hold everybody accountable, right? Well, in addition to having a real accountability session set up, uh which we teach at least twice a month and that's strictly to come together to determine if you are or not achieving the goals. That's not a strategy session. That's an accountability session. Be able to say, and I encourage you to have a program in place so you can get everybody together that's responsible, got, got goals, and this has happened at every department. Uh, this should be no more than an hour, and it should be designed as my goal is this. You either do or you don't. If you don't, what's the corrective action and strategy? That's how you could start developing a continuous performance evaluation, okay? Now, so at least do that twice a month. If you have a way that maybe some of your people are working remotely or what have you, like I said, uh, they still want attention and feedback, so you've got to work in some, uh, some time uh, where you kind of uh, go around and have an opportunity to look them in the eye uh, one or two minutes and just uh, – uh kind of kind of check in and see how their world's going. It means everything to show people that you care uh so we would encourage you to incorporate that and we know and I know from experience the things that I am sharing with you today, if you would master this, just doing these things, and a lot of these things is not going to cost you a whole bunch of money, if you will. But I know by doing it, it can add another 20% to your bottom line. Yep, I know this. I've done it over and over and over for years. Just uh, just implementing these things that we're talking about here today. So uh, it's, it's, it's a big deal. 
don't uh, don't brush it off. Now, so look them in the eye. Make sure you have an opportunity at least one or two minutes. Now, responsibility is about giving them a chance to make a difference. Right? That's one of the things we talked about earlier. The purpose they want to make they want to make a difference. Right? Uh, response is about uh, once again giving them an opportunity to make a difference. Uh, but attention is the human when they need that attention. That one hundred and one is the human dimension of leading and managing. So that's that one hundred and one. You, you 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 know we. We we have such a uh, communication instant communication today by our instant text and our emails and it becomes so inhuman, uh, so impersonal. But man, I, without my email and without my uh, text, I could not get stuff done as much as I get done today. So I'm I'm a proponent, but I also got to realize that I've got to have this interaction. Uh, face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, if you, if you will, with the people as well. So there is a balance there. So don't be fooled. And I know I'm going to probably get a lot of HR folks sideways with me. Be fooled that the traditional once-a-year annual performance evaluation is worth a hoot. It is not. It's worthless. Strong words, right? Now, you can't wait once a year to get together with somebody and say, hey, this is where you're doing good or bad. That is a continuous process. And this is some of the things for the old HR component. And until we have uh, the HR leaders of, of today, uh, you're not going to be considered in that decision. You've got to be considered as uh, creating value and, and, and helping drive revenue as well. By what? Helping develop your talent and human development uh, through your company referred to as organizational development. So uh, watch this annual performance. We, we know we've got legal compliance, all that type of thing. But that's the reason I've been saying for you know what we've been teaching for the past 20 years and what I've been doing for the past 40 years is setting goals and bringing everything. So I, I have an opportunity to, at a minimum at least to do two performance evaluations a month. That's when we're getting together because we're paying people to produce, and that is achieving the goals, right? Now, I had an interesting uh, question that came up recently through an email, and and the email was somewhat hostile. uh, and said, well, Jim, you're always preaching driving goals. Well, that is what happened to Wall Street, and that's what's happening to Europe, and that's what's happening because they're getting these goals – but it's costing us. Yeah, I, I hear you. But what you're missing in my comment, you hear me talk about organizational values all the time. And we talk about trust all the time. Some of the best crooks are some of the smartest people. And if that's what your intent is, you've got to have some checks and balances. So if there's intent to do bad stuff, well, they're going to do it. And that's when I said you got to make sure that you're aligning uh, the people that you have, not only as your employees but your vendors, uh, customers, everybody's got to be aligned to the value base that you believe in. 
and I hope this clarifies some of my points to drive it. It is not achieving goals at all costs, uh, lying, cheating, and stealing, and blah, 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 all that type of thing. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying by having this mechanism in place and giving you the feedback. I am giving you feedback of what uh, employees, and this survey comes from all industry, from public sector, from uh, startup companies, from Fortune 500 companies. We have a sampling, (coughs) excuse me, across the board to be able to share and come up with this report. It is not just weighted to one side of an industry, or not. and this is all industries. So you can you can feel comfortable in this data, and and you can you you can trust this this data uh, that it's, uh, it's 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 solid data for you. Okay, so again, I'm over talking this one, right? Uh, so uh, I, I I want you to hear me, uh, and that's some of the things. Like I said, we teach. To our circle of success, our one-year circle of success program, and a lot of you said, "Well, here he is selling it." No, I'm just telling you what we do, what's available to you if you choose to accept it. Uh, we can, uh, our, our, what we pride ourselves on at JLY International is we're, we're going to make you better, at whatever you do, and make you the best of the best if that's what you want. If that's not what you want, then we're not for you. <laughs> if that's not your, what you want, probably the radio show is not for you, and probably the television show is not for you, because this is this is what we're here to do, is to inspire and educate, to bring you compelling guests from all walks of industries, all professions, all, all the time, to be able to help you, what? Create more value for yourself and your family and your, uh, your employer, because we've got to pay the bills, right? Now, number seven. Number seven, and what we'll do, like I said, uh, we'll send out an email, let everybody know we post this on the sites that we decide to post on it. Because, uh, man, I, I wanted to have this done, uh, not only for the day show, but I'm doing a an event uh, Monday morning for a wonderful, wonderful, very exciting uh, client in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada State Bank. Uh, the banking industry, as you know, are going through. I mean, we're 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 taking some real hits. Uh, I am so excited uh, for this organization. Uh, their their leader, uh, their CEO Dallas Hunt, uh, is very innovative, creative. Uh, I mean, everybody. I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, Rayan Velarde is one of the HROD person. She gets it. Uh, I mean, there's so many, and and and, and my apology, I, I just something coming to mind, and and I just wanted to say that you have an opportunity to become the innovator. Uh, you have the capital, you have the parent company, you have the opportunity. You're sitting in Nevada, uh, man. Uh, we can hit home run. So uh, we're looking forward to our session on Monday and the other things that we're going to be doing together in 2012. And this is part of it. And the reason I wanted to have this available because this is some of the things that we're going to be discussing on the session on Monday. This very this very show we're doing, uh, we're going to be doing, and this is part of a follow-up session that we have uh, on our Trouble Clock High programs that we do. We have a 30-day built-in, one hour a week for 30 days to build in to continue to reinforce the items that you learned in that program. And so this is the last of the four 
because I, I we did a program together on November the 18th. So it's all about follow-up, 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 okay? Now, let's talk about number eight. Sorry, number seven. I jumped ahead here. I had, I had a senior moment for, for a moment, right? Okay, number seven. And this is a big one. Everything you know me is everything is a big deal. Employees want opportunities for innovation. Innovation. Uh, and I, I remember talking about Nevada State Bank and uh, one of the senior vice presidents, uh, Bruce Hillier, uh, asked a question. He said, I haven't heard you talk about innovation. Well, we did and we are, and I want to just make sure that we understand what we mean by innovation. It's important. So employees want opportunities for innovation. Now, you may recall uh, some time ago, I, I forget exactly how long ago it was, but Google, Google, man, it's like a world, right, uh, announced a 20% creative time policy, uh, which they were encouraging employees to work on an innovative idea. Uh, they have uh, company-related 20% of their time while they're at work. Well, that's good, and I applaud it. I applaud that, this concept. And I and I, I call that, and I have for years, when sitting back in your chair, counting the ceiling tiles, right, <laughs> looking up, uh, time to think um, and and to be creative. Uh, uh, it's, it's important. Uh, to have some uh, process in place, uh, just asking people uh, to for ideas, you know, doesn't create innovation. You know, it, it doesn't. It's a culmination uh, of creativity and leadership that allows innovation, though. You might not be able to give your employees this much time on the clock to work on uh, projects, uh, side projects, if you will. Uh, but you can always, you know, foster innovation and support. And so that's what we're looking for. Man, I'm looking for that daily. How can we do it better? How can we create more value? How can we consistently do things better for our viewers, our listeners, our and, and our clients, right? How can we do it better, right? How can we do it better? So the drill down on that is to make sure that you are working in uh, innovation and asking your people. So it's all about innovation. How do you cut it and you got to be careful with these slick little. Uh, you know, I'll give you three bucks if you come up with a cost-cutting idea. And I'm, you know, it's not. You know, it's not all bad, but it's, we really want to make it. Don't make gimmicks out of it. Okay, so drill down, uh, drill down, uh, see how you can create some type of real-time uh, built-in innovation and make that part of your daily your daily work. Okay, make that part now. Number eight is employees want open-mindedness. When your employees come to you with their ideas, uh, you you need to treat them with equal parts. It's kind of like a recipe here, right? Part sensitivity and honesty. 
be sensitive because the more employee gets shot down by an authority figure, the less likely he or she will be to make suggestions in the future. I see that in some of the events I do. I'm sitting around a room. you got people in a room all from the same organization. They don't want to say anything because they don't want to be criticized, and they feel like they're going to be shot down. That's a real challenge, uh, and I saw that recently. Uh, uh, so it's a, it's, it's a culture, and, it, and it's a course correction. So, uh, you know, if you do that, uh, they're not going to they're not going to speak up. Okay, it's also important to be honest because, as an authority figure, you may know what's best for your business and what's not. Okay, yet you don't have to accept every idea that comes your way, but don't just shut someone down either. Don't shut them down. And you might say things like this and learn this stuff. Say, well, here's what I know. Years ago, we tried this, for example, something similar. Uh, here's what happened. Give them the and give feedback. So give it some more. Give your idea some more thought, and come back to how this may work. So interchange them. This oh, we tried that. That doesn't work. Some great scenes in Trouble Clock High it reinforces this, right? That's the reason that uh, program is so wonderful. So drill down uh, with your employees. And I keep saying the employees, but this works for uh, your family, students, uh, across the board. We can just change these words, and this applies to uh, all of these great folks, right? So... Uh, Drill down, learn how to be open, honest, frank, sensitive, all at the same time. Man, what a mouthful and what a challenge for most of us, right? It's one that I work on, uh, sensitivity, and uh, just keep it going. So it's huge. But it pays huge dividends, huge in business uh, uh, terms, ROI. Now, number 10. Well, we got 13 minutes left in the show today. Number 10. And I just say that out loud because we are live. I'm sorry. Number nine. Focus, White. Number nine. Employees want transparency. Well, uh, we publish individual goals. We, JOW, apartment goals, individual goals. Uh, monthly, it's an open scorecard. I have one. Everybody's had accountable. Don't necessarily have to do that, but I believe the more that uh, everybody is aware of where we're going, the better off we're going to be, right? That's, that's pretty obvious, right? And so by being able to uh, have a uh, things public, and I know I'm going to get a lot of kickback from a lot of HRP. So, well, geez, if you put each employee's goals, I'm going to say put it up on the wall so we can see everything they're doing. Well, I'm sure there's got to be somebody's going to give me some labor law that prohibits that. Well, whatever. I'm not suggesting we're breaking any labor laws. I'm not. What I'm suggesting, the more that we communicate open communication and accountability and responsibility and give an authority that responsibility and allow the employees to drill down this versus saying, well, here here, here I got my contract. Uh, I'm just going to do what the minimum needs to be done, uh, and I'm just going to go get by, right? we got to change that. 
you know, especially uh, as we're going to continue to build this great country and as our emerging friends around the world uh, continue to emerge because, and I, and I make reference to that because we have a huge listener base in India. Thank you for that. And boy, the innovation and opportunity there is just huge, right? So take these things and just start making them standard recipes uh, now, okay? And 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 everything that you do. So uh, they they people want transparency, uh, but I believe the communication channel. Uh, it's what I call communication loop. You're going to tell them what you're going to tell them, conveying meaning and obtaining an understanding. You're going to tell them again. You're going to tell them again. You're going to tell them again and over and over and over. And it's it's important that you're always focusing on my term that I you know teach everybody. And I hope it becomes a household word, the vital few, right? Meaning, is this the most vital thing that I need to be doing on a daily basis that's going to move me forward to a better life? Meaning it's going to give me more revenue, it's going to create more quality for my life, it's going to give me more opportunities, it's going to give me more innovation time, it's going to give me more balance, it's going to give me, that's what we want. That's how we continue to be the leaders, right? Be the leaders. And I also want to re- reinforce this. Uh, you know, everybody's coming in and I think we've got this. Uh, ladder and pathway to come up to leadership. Well, there's a lot going on in technology today, so we got to make sure that we got a path. Not everybody's going to be the CEO, or not everybody's going to be a VP. Not everybody's going to, and that's okay. So that's kind of a uh, thing that put in place many years ago that we got to start looking at a little bit more today. That because we got to have uh, tech. The technology folks, you're good at what you do, and just because you get promoted into a management role and you're taken away from your hard skill knowledge, no, we got to have both, right? So uh, that's probably another show. I'm not sure I did that, Justin, but I hope you get where I'm coming from on that. So, uh, so your drill down on, on number nine is learn how to be transparent at all times. Transparent, transparent, transparent. Now, 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 now. Okay. I am being told that we got to get another quick, uh, quick break in here. Quick break, and we will be right back after this wonderful message here. It's a, it goes hand in hand. So I love this from Randy Posh. A few words for a successful life. Always ask why. Why? Tell the truth all the time. Why? Write thank you notes. Eat right, sleep right. And exercise. If you don't like your job, change it. Why? Be creative every day. Take a fun trip. You don't always have to do things fast. These motivating thoughts from Randy Pausch's last lecture remind each of us to live our dreams. Can I go now? My dog wants to play. Oh, yeah. Play with your dog. And with your kids. Motivation. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Tell you, I love that, and if you have not uh, listened or read Randy's Pasha's last lecture, man, so inspiring. And this organization, values.org, they're just wonderful, and I just thought it was really appropriate to share that message with you. So, number 10, you, you've probably been saying, oh, where's the money? Well, employees want compensation. And this is how we sum that up as we looked at everything, right? Your employees need to provide for themselves and their families. So, of course, 
Salaries and bonuses and benefits are important. But perhaps uh, not in the way that conventional way that you become accustomed to, especially uh, you know folks from my generation, <laughs> kind of like the old folks. <laughs> uh, I research, and it was interesting. My friend Ted yesterday was talking about uh, age, and I think I mentioned something about an interview that I saw with Doctor Phil and. He was sharing that Oprah had called him on his 60th birthday, and he was talking about you know about 75 percent of your life was already over. With. <laughs> cool, uh, but the opportunities that we have. But I tell you what, uh, uh, age is just a number, uh, and 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 I really like what uh, Congressman Ron Paul said. <laughs> it's you know, if you're young and young ideas, uh, so age is just relative, right? So. Uh, we want to make sure uh, that you employees use money as a motivator, and the best use of money as a motivator is to pay enough to take the issue of money off the table. You will never be able to get the innovation to the maximum if you are underpaying. Now, you've heard me say that once this economy makes a course correction, and for those employers that have been left and you know kind of been jerks, I'll use the word, uh, you're going to have a mass exodus. So you got to figure out a way. Uh, take the take the employ take the employees, and I know there's been austerities and uh, maybe a one percent here or two percent here. Uh, you know, come on, folks, uh, that's just killing your organization. Uh, you've got to uh, put that money back on the table. Uh, you you've got to make sure you got to have a plan in place that works in good times and bad times, and to make sure that you're constantly uh, getting the right talent, what I call the right job, right time, right person, right job, right time, right? So uh, do not take or take away from uh, the show today uh, that compensation is not important because it hits on what we put number 10. I say that for last uh, because all of these are interesting and they have all the importance. These 10 things, you put them all together, you get them working together. Man, you have something going on. You have rhythm. Uh, you have some great, great, great opportunities as a result of that. So the best use of money as a motivator is to pay people enough to take the issue of money off the table. It's better uh, to pay people a little bit more than the norm, right, and allow them to focus on their work and their innovation. Don't pay people a measly salary. Take the fear, it's all about fear, of not having enough food or being able to provide for your family off the table. Now, God, if we can just get this across and get it moving forward, push this momentum, push this 
uh, audio, this video around the world, get everybody to listen to this. And we're going to have a beautiful 2012. So drill down, take a serious look at where you and your employees' compensation plan stands today. So that's the 10 things. So once again, uh, that's a, in, in my mind, uh, that's a great way to lead off 2012 is to look at uh, look at these uh, ten, 10 items. So next Monday, right, please join the show, uh, Circle Success Show with Dr. Jim White on KYMB TV, Comcast Channel 19, and we're streaming live just like we are today at JLWCOS.TV. Uh, for my special guest, special, special guest, Naval Captain Wayne Porter. So excited about that interview. Um, and, it, and it's interesting, just kind of precursor to the interview. Uh, like I said, uh, Wayne is a Naval Captain. So, you know, this is, he's the author. His views, it's not uh views of the United States government, it's not the views of the Navy, Department of Defense, and so on and so forth. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there uh, and know that but the narrative and what he and his co, uh, co-author came up with, uh, uh, Mickleby, uh, he was a, he's retired now, was a Marine colonel, and they did this project while working on the uh, uh, Joint Chief of Staff's Chair uh, Mike Mullen, and they came up with it. So I'm very excited about it. I think it's got a lot of good things. Uh, it's just like uh, me and the Constitution, right? You know, we're often running for a 2012 election cycle, right? And I hate to say this, <laughs> but from the, I think we got to continue to get better, but. Ron Paul and his thing about the Constitution, I'm showing this here. You know, I did a show, and we're going to continue to do a show and drilling down on the Constitution. I think it's one of the best guiding lights that we have. And I appreciate how Congressman Ron Paul really is doing it. So I want to thank him for that. So, anyway, you heard it. Uh, we're out of time for today. We're out of time for today's show. So I want to thank all of our listeners. I want to thank you for allowing us to be part of your Saturday morning. Uh, and I want to remind you once again to uh, tune into the show Monday uh, at uh, KYMB TV, Comcast Channel 19. So thank you. Have a great weekend. And we will talk to you next week. Here we go. We're out of here. We're out for today. Gone. You've been listening to Jim White's Circle of Success Radio. Please visit our website, jlwhiteinternational.com. Join us next time as Jim White brings it all together on Jim White's Circle of Success Radio.